welcome to Schoolin' Ya, a Birchin Park podcast. My name is Connor Martin. I'm the assistant principal at Birchin Park Middle School in East Longmeadow, and I am joined um, by my uh, my boss, my leader, my friend, my mentor, in many ways my inspiration, the one, the only, Mr. Timothy Allen. Uh, Mr. Allen, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. This is so exciting. Our first Birchin Park Schoolin' Ya podcast. This could not be cooler can't wait to hear from a lot of different students with a lot of great ideas. Yeah, it's really cool. I, uh, I spent the last week talking to uh, a number of students. I wound up recording about uh, almost two hours worth of conversation with the kids. I didn't know exactly what, was gonna, what I was going to get out of the kids or what it was going to look like. But, you know, I mean, every day something happens here where I'm just blown away with, with what I hear the kids say and do. Um, and, and what I heard from the conversations that I had with the kids, all sixth grade, they are far more reflective and goal-oriented than, than I was when I was in sixth grade, um, which is just kind of par for the course uh, here at Birchland. Um, but I mean, it, it's, it's nevertheless just, uh, it's, it's amazing what, what, uh, what you guys are going to hear um, in this episode and the next couple episodes, because I have so much content based on what the kids saw. Um, but just thinking about uh, what we're going to be talking about, which is transitions. Specifically, we talked about the transition from fifth grade to sixth grade and, and, and the emotional journey that the, the students go on. And, you know, we talked about how the transition continues as they make their way through sixth grade. I think that's good life practice. Um, I mean, we take our students as we can get them, you know, um, but we, that's something that, that we really can't control. But I mean, as the principal of a middle school, um, what, what do you want to see um, out of our incoming sixth grade students? Well, it really is a big transition, and it's a, it's a big transition for the kids, both um, academically. You know, it's so different to all of a sudden to be traveling all over a much larger building, to be meeting with six different teachers in a day, if not more. Um, so academically, it can be a huge transition, of course, but then social-emotionally as well. You know, um, sixth graders are just entering pre-adolescence and they're entering a new social environment and they go from being sort of the big kids on campus as the fifth graders to immediately the little kids on campus. Um, so there's that journey also. And then what always strikes me as funny is as they're making this journey from fifth to sixth, you know, middle school in general is also the time of life other than infancy where students experience the most change. So it's like, it's like a journey to get here and then it's a journey while you're here. Um, and so that comes with a lot of change. Um, and as far as sixth graders entering, you know, I, I think it's, I think at Birchland and here uh, in East Long Meadow, we do a really good job transitioning kids in. Um, for parents that are listening, There'll be a lot of meet. There'll be meetings. There'll be information shared. There'll be tours, and so a lot of parents will go from very anxious about the transition, as will a lot of kids, to really comfortable with the transition by the time it actually happens. So I think that we optimize comfort um, through through the systems that sort of guide the transition process. But then I think we also optimize comfort because our sixth grade teachers are just experts in a lot of things, but they are experts especially in how to transition kids from elementary into middle school. And, you know, that comes with more organization responsibilities, more homework, um, more rigorous classes, you know, um, having to balance test over here, project over here, homework over here, uh, having to balance different expectations from in different classrooms. 
And all of those things exist, but our sixth grade teachers really know how to strike that balance between, you know, helping kids become more independent, but not forcing them to be independent too fast. So uh, we always say they sort of wrap their arms around kids when they get here, and by the time they move them up to seventh, the kids don't need the hugs anymore. The kids are ready to to uh, go off on their own and, and be independent seventh graders. So, you know, what do we want out of kids when they get here? Of course, we want them to be responsible. We want them to be uh, pleasant. We want them to be uh, good with their peers and good with adults. And, you know, we want them to be motivated and excited to learn. And we want them to dive into all different types of learning and, and feel creative and feel inspired. Um, you know, so we want them to be eager. Um, but no sixth grader is going to be all those things every day. So just as important as, as all those attributes are, we just, we just want them to be ready to take this journey with us and be open to hearing advice, um, be open to continually improving, and um, sort of be ready to dive into all the change that is middle school. That's a great answer. Um, and if that explains what we're looking for with our students as they enter, um, you know, we want to set them on a path of success um, in order for them to meet our expectations for them as middle school students and um, eventually eighth grade students. So by the time they exit us, uh, what are the skills set that, that we're looking for them to have? Yeah, so when students exit here, we definitely want them to be ready to be fully independent at the high school. You know, the teaming model in middle school means that even in eighth grade, where our teachers are clearly trying to get students ready for high school, you know, there's still the team environment where the teachers talk about the students, they problem solve together, classes are, you know, generally right next door to each other. Um, and so we definitely need to make sure that they are ready to go off to the high school where they can be all over the place. Every hour can be in a different wing. Um, and that comes with self-organization. So they need, you know, high school teachers are not going to organize for you. You're going to have to organize on your own. And so we want students that leave here to be responsible. We want them to be able to self-organize. We want them to have systems in place that help them stay on top of their work. You know, every adult has a different system for how they manage all their daily responsibilities, be it to-do lists, be it reminders on your phone, uh, just be it the kind of brain that manages that stuff, whatever it is. And we need to make sure when eighth graders leave here that they're ready to do the same because high school comes with a lot of different responsibilities. Um, so uh, certainly a high level of independence matters. Uh, but equal to all that is we want kids to be able to collaborate with each other. We want them to be able to do projects as well as take tests, as well as read, as well as problem solve around uh, you know rigorous problems. So there's just a lot of skills that go into being a successful student in high school. And our job here in middle school is to welcome in kids that have just finished the elementary process, you know, get them fully fully invested in the middle school process, and then in eighth grade, start to transition them toward the high school so that they'll be ready for that next phase of schooling. Um, and with that just comes a lot of responsibility. And, you know, I want to add to that that we really hope that students here at Birchland discover their, their individual passions. You know, we have a ton of clubs here, a ton of extracurricular activities. We have a staff that has a lot of different self-interests. Um, as well as a lot of different personalities. And so we want students in middle school to be able to connect with staff members as well as connect to their own passions. Because at the end of the day, kids need to be engaged. Um, and high school students are no different. We, you need to be interested and excited by something in school. Um, and if you are, then 
all the rest of school can kind of happen with success. So that's important too, is it's not just getting smart and getting responsible while you're here, but it's also getting energized, getting motivated, getting engaged, getting passionate. Um, and if we can send students up to ninth grade who are organized, who are responsible, who are driven, and who can identify their personal passions that they're gonna pursue over the next eight or more years of their education, then I think we've done our job as a middle school. And last question, um, you have taught for, for over 10 years now, and you've been in education for over, for over 10 years now, and you've taught in, in multiple settings, in multiple roles. You yourself, um, you have been a student, you are a lifelong learner. And one thing that I, I think that is, is very clear in 2018, um, education and the skill set that our students need um, looks a little bit different from the skill set that you and I might have needed when we were in school, when we were the age of our students currently. So what do you think that the strengths are that we are seeing from our students as they enter us and the, the strengths that they are continue to finally tune when they are with us? What are these strengths that they have that you and I necessarily did not have in our generation when we were in school? Yeah, when I was in school, you know, if you broke it down to the primary goal, the primary goal was that the individual student would know the answer. And I think that that's not what the world demands anymore. And we could talk for hours about why the demands of the world have changed, but it's no longer about the individual student knowing the answer. It's really about students being able to ask the right questions and very often being able to explore these questions with others. Um, so we go from individually knowing the answer to collectively asking the right questions. And that, you know, it, that comes with inquiry-based learning where instead of giving students all the steps to figure something out, we, we, we give them a task and they got to figure out the steps. Um, that comes with, you know, hands-on learning and project-based learning and, and not just memorization. You know, memorization is almost completely gone. Google, Google has made it so we don't need to memorize many things. Um, and I gotta say, um, our students enter Birchland Park well on their way in this process. Maple Shade and Mountain View, it's clear. You know, obviously every student needs a foundation in, 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 in English and reading and writing and math and the different content areas for sure. Um, but they also come forth with a foundation that they like to explore that if you give them a problem, they will attack it from different angles, um, that they can work together and not just work in isolation, um, that they can, you know, like I said earlier, that they can sort of find a passion and, and go after that passion. And those skills are so vital now that you can't wait to get good at those things in high school and college. You have to be developing it all along the educational path. And that excites me about... All the few all the classes that have come into sixth grade since I've been here is you know they're they're kind of ready in many ways to to take things on to problem solve to collaborate to ask questions uh, and that's exciting that's exciting and we love to see it you know it's something that 
just for, for listeners out there, uh, something that Mr. Allen and I constantly say to each other and reflect upon is just how fortunate we are uh, to, to work here at Birchland Luckiest Park. administrators in America. We absolutely are. No doubt about um, it. I mean, we are just fortunate to, to be working in this particular community um, with, with these families and this staff, and especially our students who, like I said earlier, um, there isn't a day that goes by where they don't surprise me in some way, and they're constantly finding new ways to, to surprise us. So every, every year, we, we seem to get students that are, are more and more ready to, to, to tackle the challenges that uh, the future holds, and I am very excited to see what, what they have in store for us, um, because everything that they have given us to this point has been uh, really incredible. Um, so as you guys are going to hear, um, all of the interviews that we have um, had with our students that you are about to listen to. I believe that our future is in really, really good hands. So, Mr. Allen, thank you for your time today. Um, and everyone listening, I hope that you enjoy the rest of Schooling Ya, a Birch and Park podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Birchland Park podcast. Um, I am joined today by one of our sixth graders, Anna. Anna, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing okay. Um, so, Anna, I just want to say, first and foremost, congratulations. There's a big congratulations in order to you because you are the first ever guest on our very first inaugural Birchland Park podcast episode. So congratulations. Thank you. You'll always have that honor. Um, in terms of the name, we are sticking with Birch and Park Podcast. Um, it's kind of dry, kind of boring. What do you think of the name? Is there anything else that, well, if you could call it anything else, what would you like to call it? Hmm, uh, I don't really have anything. <laughs> I don't know. Birchland yeah. Park Times. Yeah. Birchland Talking. Yeah. Um, oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> so if you think at any point, like what you would like to call it, you know, definitely, definitely let me know because I think that we can come up with something a little bit snazzier. And mm -hmm. one thing about you that I know is that you definitely have uh, some creativity to you. So <laughs> if you could help, uh, help us with this podcast name, I would greatly appreciate it. So. Anna, what we're going to be talking today, we're going to be talking about just your experience as a student, not just here at Birchland Park Middle School, but um, in East Long Meadow, uh, just to see how your experience has been, especially what the experience has been like when you've transitioned from elementary school to middle school, because it's been a while for me, but I remember when I transitioned from elementary school to middle school, there was a whole lot of emotions, and there was a whole lot of things that went into it. So it's really important for us... Uh, you know, whether it be a, a guidance counselor or a principal or a teacher to, to stop and reflect and really think about, from the student's perspective, what that entails and how much emotion goes into it in order for us to have a better understanding going forward, working with the next generation, um, how to get them acclimated to, to our way of, of doing things at the, the, the middle school level. So I guess first up, um, as you started to think ahead of leaving fifth grade and heading into sixth grade, um, what were you afraid of the most? Um, I wasn't really afraid of anything. The only thing that I was afraid of was probably like hearing the stories and all of that. And like, it's probably, it's obviously probably not true. The principals will take care of it if anything was true or the guidance counselors or whatever. So I didn't really believe in any of the stories, but I think that was one thing that maybe got me anxious in a way. Okay, so, like, stories from yeah. other kids? Maybe, probably, yeah. Like, so, like, you know, you'd hear kids, like, talking about, like, oh, my God, did you hear what happened? Yeah, definitely. Cool <laughs> okay. I feel like 
probably isn't even true. <laughs> so, okay. Um, yeah. Can you think of any stories off the top of your head that you might Maybe have heard we'll of? Be like, oh, the eighth graders are going to shove you in the locker. I'm like, not true. <laughs> Those kind of stories. Okay. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's always the eighth graders that yep. are going to do X, Y, and Z. Okay. At what point did you really start thinking more and more about coming to the middle school? So when you started the year in fifth grade, you know, like, you know, when you start the year in fourth grade, Mm -hmm. like, you just think about like, oh, now I'm a fourth grader and I'm going to have my fourth grade experience. Mm -hmm. But when you start a year in fifth grade and in a couple years, when you start eighth grade, you know that at the end of that year, you're going to say goodbye. So at what point did you start to kind of have a like a self-reflection about your time at elementary school and what it meant to to move forward i think the beginning of 5th grade because it kind of told me because in 4th grade wasn't a good year for me because i had lots of anxiety problems and all that so 4th grade wasn't a good year for me so i knew in the starting of 5th grade i wanted to try to make the rest of my school years better so that's great to yeah. know. So like that 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 is incredible to hear from a a current sixth grader, mm-hmm. but to have that mindset when you're you're in fifth grade, heading into fifth grade, you focused on something about yourself mm-hmm. that you wanted to improve and then set about doing it. You know, I'm telling you, Anna, I work with a lot of people. There's currently six hundred and seventy students in this building and eighty something adults. Um, and I know like a lot of people in my life. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of pe- there's a lot of adults I that I know that wouldn't be able to be that reflective mm-hmm. and have that kind of problem solving ability to say, here's something that I want to work on. Um, so if you knew that that was something that you wanted to set forth for yourself, what were some of the things that you did to to um, help yourself out? Well, I kind of just thought like oh, I'm getting older, like, this, like, in fifth grade, I knew, because my teacher, my third grade teacher always told me, when you're in fifth grade, you walk up with your head up, and, like, when you're in, like, when you're the oldest in the school, you always walk with your head up, and then when you're, like, the youngest or, like, middle, you'll kind of, like, be a little shyer, I hear, I feel, and then, but now I'm, like, trying to, like, keep my head up the whole time and not, like, make myself look like a, like, a shy person. Does that help? Yeah. So you found that it does make a difference? Yeah. That's really cool, you know, because we we've said a lot of times, and it's a phrase like you fake it till you make it, mm-hmm. you know, and it sounds like that's something that you've kind of done for yourself, yeah. like, and if you say something long enough, mm-hmm. like it winds up becoming true. Mm-hmm. That's that's fantastic. So that was an example of something that you know you kind of thought about, um, and something that you kind of uh, had a little bit of anxiety heading into, um, well, for you fifth grade, and then we mm-hmm. talked a little bit about sixth grade. So that was like the the bad parts. What, um, thinking ahead, what excited you the most? As you started to think about, oh my God, I'm going to be going to a new school. Like what was exciting for you? I think what was exciting for me, because like hearing from my sister, because she's a sophomore now. So hearing from her saying like, there's like the teams, like you can like put during like field day or something like that, you get like competition Mm -hmm. and all that. So I think like I was excited about the fun things coming, like, forward. So I wasn't, like, scared of, like, quizzes or anything. I just wanted to look at those fun things that were coming forward to me. That's great. Um, In terms of, like, the work, like, Mm -hmm. what were your thoughts on the work? You know, so, you know, your sister went through, and like you said, she's currently in the high school. So when she would tell you about, like, the workload and the expectations, how did, you know, how did that affect you? Uh, Well, she didn't tell me, like, anything bad and how, like, it wasn't, it's not that hard. And I was like, I was like, it can't really get, probably can't get as harder especially in sixth grade from go just from fifth grade going to sixth grade so and I wasn't really nervous as long as I like study and all that and that's like how I've been doing great um so what did you learn about yourself so I mean you know we we've talked about you know what you've learned about the work and the expectations and stuff but what did you learn about yourself from the transition between elementary school and middle school I learned that I'm stronger than I think I am Mm -hmm. and that 
I'm smarter too than I think I am because it definitely is a challenge coming to you, um, but not a massive challenge. So okay. yeah, um, that's great. So I and and I think that this this next question is really going to apply to you based on okay. how reflective you are, um, because. You know, we've talked about exactly that that moment of of stepping into this building as a new student and as a, as a sixth grader. So, but it, it never stops. You're always growing. You're you're always finding yourself in new situations. So, as of right now, as we're heading towards the end of January, you're looking ahead towards the second half of your sixth grade year, and soon we're going to be talking about seventh grade for you. So, what I'm trying to say is the transition um, is not over yet. So what challenges do you currently continue to face as a middle school student, and what do you do to help combat those challenges? Um, one challenge that I do still have, like, from fourth grade is my anxiety, but it's more mellow. So, like, if it's, like, a quiz and I did forget to study, I'll make sure I go and study right away or I'll do what I need to do. And I'll, like, I usually will talk to friends too about my like the troubles I'm going through and they can help me a lot because I have really good friends that go help, help me through stuff like that. And do you find that they're kind of going through similar things oh, yeah, so definitely. it becomes a support group? Mm-hmm. Now when you say talk, um, do you like actually physically face-to-face talk yeah. or do you like Snapchat, oh, text? No. I all like face-to-face talk to them. What's your preferred method of of communication? Like do you like talking to your friends like IRL or, or do you like um, do you Snapchat? Do you Instagram? Do you I text? I do Snapchat and all that, but I like I prefer talking to my friends. Like if there's like a problem or something that I need to like talk to them, I'll be like I'll text them. Of course, and I'll be like, yeah, I need to talk to you, but like I want to talk to you in person because I I like talking to people in person better than I like on like text or Snapchat or social media and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So just so the listeners know, um, I I just I really want to praise Anna because <laughs> um, as I'm talking about uh, and as she's talking about talking to people in real life, I was distracted with a text <laughs> that I got, um, but I just wanted to make sure that everything was okay in the building. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the, the um, the, the roles switched and Anna became the adult who was responsible and having a conversation, you know, in, in real life. And I was the one that was distracted on my phone. I just wanted to point that out to, to all of our listeners. Um, so what about middle school, uh, that, that came easy to you? Um, teachers, because I like my, I'm on the Amber team and I like that they're easygoing. They're not like too rough on you. Like, of course you don't want to do anything wrong or disrespectful, but, I think it was all fun. Like, I wasn't really nervous. I was, of course, nervous, like, going to a new school, like, seeing what to expect. But still, I think it was a good transition for me. Fantastic. Now, what, as, as, a, as a young adult, um, mm-hmm. what are your passions and interests outside of the school? Um, I like to act and dance. Okay. Yeah, and I play soccer sometimes. Uh, it depends on, like, my acting schedule. I know it's pretty uh, rough. I do St. Michael's players, so and I'm Nico now in The Wizard of Oz. So, Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Who's Nico in The Wizard of Oz? He is the lead monkey. Are you serious? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That is something that um, I certainly don't have on my resume, but yeah. at some point you'll be able to say that you were the yep. lead monkey in The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Um, so what what is, like, do you have any lines? Um, I'm not 100% sure yet. I'm okay. going to find out on Sunday. We had our first rehearsal on Wednesday. Okay. 
Um, and also, I'm actually a shadow for Alex Blaze. Are you serious? So, yeah, he's a monkey, too, and I'm going to be able to, like, push him on the stage. That is great. So, yeah. Um, what was the first play that you were the ever in? The first play I was in was Alice in Wonderland, mm-hmm. and I was the rose. Okay. So, the, one of the flowers. And then there was Cinderella, and that was in fourth grade when I had most of my anxiety. So, there was, like, this one scene that I would not go on the stage because mm. of my anxiety. But I was one of the prince's um, sisters. And then, actually, last year, I had a big role in Pinocchio. I was Jiminy Cricket. Are you serious? Yeah. That's great. So it was pretty neat that I got that part. That's such a good role. Yeah. I was pretty happy. Now, is this something that you want to turn into, like, a a full-time thing? Oh, yeah, definitely. Would you like to see yourself, um, you know, like, more on Broadway, like the stage, or, like, on the big screen? Yeah. I actually got offered... um, so there was at you know Springfield Symphony. I got off. They're doing Matilda, mm-hmm. and I got offered an audition for the part of Matilda uh, last year. Um, I didn't take it because like I was too. Fo- I wanted to like. I didn't want too much on my mind because of the transition to mm-hmm. middle school and all that. Yeah. So I didn't want too much on my mind. But I like I was thinking about it and I was kind of like, I'll leave it for another one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Who's your favorite actress? Um, I don't really have one. Mm-hmm. I. I watch Disney Channel and all that. I like, yeah, I watch uh, Andy Mack. I like the lead, Andy. I think she's, like, really creative and all that because she makes, like, bracelets and, like, out of, like, recycling and all that. So, like, she recycles things and, like, for bracelets and all that, and I think she's pretty neat. That's awesome, man. It sounds like a really good role model. Mm -hmm. Um, So you you mentioned the the personal interests that you have Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, where that might take you at some point Mm -hmm. in your life. Um, But... You know, sometimes we find that there is a distinct division mm-hmm. between the, the interests that we have outside of school and what happens inside of school. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, do you find a blend at any point where the things that you value outside of school, you know, acting, um, do they find the, the, their way into the classroom? Do you find any teachers being able to draw upon your talents and your interests? Yeah. Are you able to bring it to them somehow? And what does that look like? Yeah, well, like in advisory on Thursdays when we do like those um, – the activities. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, like, Mr. Long, he's my advisory teacher, and we do, like, you know when we do, like, we have to act those ones out where there was, like, the bully and then there was the person that was being bullied. Yeah. I was, uh, like, acting it out. So I think that was pretty cool because that had something to do with my acting. And um, drama club. And I like to sing, too, but, like, I'm not 100% interested in just singing. Mm-hmm. But, like, chorus, so... Yeah. Fantastic. Okay, last question. Okay. <laughs> I, think, I think it's last question. Unless, okay. <laughs> unless the answer is so good, I start thinking of more. Um, okay. <laughs> what is a goal that you have for yourself to accomplish by the end of this year? One goal is I want to try to at least get once the high honors. I've gotten honor roll so far, but I want to complete to get a high honor. So I'm keeping up with like my studying and keeping up with my grades. Okay. Yeah. All right, Anna, I think that that is all that I've got. Um, And this was a great conversation. It's currently at 14 minutes. Mm -hmm. So for 14 minutes, you gave us a a really in-depth convo um, and perspective on what it it means to be a sixth-grade student here and making that transition. So this is really going to help us out. And just, you know, thank you. Thank you for your time. And, uh, you know, just keep on being you. And if at any point you think of a better name for this podcast, let me know. Okay, thank you. All right, thanks, Anna. (laughs) 
Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Um, we are joined today by Samir, one of our sixth grade students at Birchen Park Middle School. Um, Samir, who um, entered the, the district in fifth grade. Um, so he's going to be able to provide for us a, a little different perspective um, because unlike some of his peers, you know, he came from outside of the district. Um, he had gone to previously another school district. So not only are we going to talk about what the transition was like as he moved from fifth grade to sixth grade, but he can actually shine a light on what it was like to move from one district to another. So before I get any further, I just want to introduce the guy himself. Hi, Samir. How you doing? Um, I'm good. Having a good day? Yeah. You excited for the weekend? Yep. Got any big plans? Um, not much. Okay, that's fine. You don't, you know, sometimes not doing anything on the weekend is a good thing to do. I mean, it's a good sign of a nice, relaxing, and uh, restful uh, vacation. So when you, um, when we find that our students uh, head on from fifth grade to sixth grade, um, it comes with a lot of emotion, all right? Because on, on one hand, you might be excited at the prospect of some new things coming down the road for you, but at the same time, like, leaving behind something that you have been so familiar with and so comfortable with can also bring about a, a lot of emotion. So it's important for us on our end of things to know just what really the, the thinking process is like and what the emotional process is for students as they make that transition between fifth and sixth grade. So I, I to start off, my question would be, what were you most afraid of as you uh, thought ahead to, to coming to sixth grade here with us? Um, I think I was most afraid of organization and just from other people telling me it's a bigger school and you have more classes got me afraid of my organization skills. So in terms of your organization skills, was that something that um, teachers worked with you about in, in fourth grade and fifth grade? Like, is that something that you think that you need a little bit more help with? No, but I thought it would be more difficult once you enter middle school, but it wasn't that hard. Okay. Um, so what excited you? What, was, what were you looking forward to about middle school? Um, I was looking forward to meeting so much new people and having a different teachers because in elementary you have only two teachers, mm -hmm. and now I can meet different people and different teachers. Okay, that's great. Um, so... Going back a, a little bit, um, you know, I, I think that change can be hard for even adults, you know, let alone, you know, being a kid. Um, I mean, the, the change process is, is definitely important. Um, but, but moving schools and moving districts, like moving, period, can, can be, very, be very challenging. So when you moved from Lenox um, to East Long Meadow, you know, how was, that, how was that change for you? Um, it was, in the beginning, it was hard because I was in a new house and I didn't know anybody. But after a while, people were open and I began to make some friends. That's great. So would you say that the, the students, you know, they, they were cool and like... Yeah, everyone's really kind. Nice. Were you worried that like, oh my God, I'm going to this new district. They're all going to be mean. Like, did you think yeah. that? You did? Yeah. I mean, thankfully, like when I was your age, like I stayed put. I didn't have to worry about that. I, I wouldn't have been able to handle it. Knowing like how I was when I was your age, I would have been a disaster. Um, so, I mean, just so everyone knows listening, you know, because this is an audio uh, podcast, you can't really see it. Um, 
you know, Samir, the way he presents himself, um, he, he holds himself with uh, the, the body posture of a respectful adult. Um, he seems at ease with himself, and he has a comfort level that I don't see a lot from, from his peers. So, um, so I just, I, I just kind of want to paint that picture for you guys uh, because um, I, I don't know. Maybe if he didn't have that inner strength, the, the transition from one school to the next might have, might have been a little bit, a little bit harder, but I, I think that he has, he's got a lot of skills in his tool set. Um, so thinking about moving from sixth grade, uh, fifth grade to sixth grade, there's so much to learn, but I, I do believe that as educators, and one thing I really try and tell the kids is that some of the most important learning doesn't necessarily occur in the classrooms. It occurs in the hallways. It occurs at home um, when you are thinking about school. It occurs on the bus or, or walking home from, um, from school in those transitions. So because we're talking about transitions, um, is there anything that you learned about yourself um, as you transitioned from elementary school to middle school? Well, I, I learned that I'm way more organized than I thought I would be. And um, I'm way braver than I thought I'd be because I always thought that I'm not that courageous or brave, but it was a lot easier, the transition, than I thought it would be. That's fantastic and very self-reflective. Um, not a lot of sixth graders that I find are as self-reflective um, as, as you are, Samir. Um, but the transition isn't over yet, okay? That's the thing is that we are constantly growing, and um, I, I, I believe that there is a, um, a different set of expectations for you now um, that you're in January of your sixth grade year, um, a different set of transitions than you had in September of your sixth grade year. So you're constantly growing as a person, as a student, um, as a sixth grader. So because you are, are still growing and because that transition is still occurring, um, are there any challenges um, that you continue to face as a middle school student? And um, what do you do to combat those challenges? Um, um some challenges I have to face is homework. Like, uh, if you don't write it in an agenda or you don't write it down, you often forget what you forget your homework. But Mr. O always tell Mr. O always tells us to keep our agenda open, and once we write in it, we always go home and we put in somewhere we always can see it, so we know when do, we have to do our homework. Okay. Um. So that kind of goes back to that organization piece that you had talked about, you know, before. I think that organization is a foundational component to success in middle school, and that looks like so that was something that you had been really thinking ahead about, and it seems that's something that you've gotten under control. Now, do you find, in this day and age that we live in, where technology is so prevalent, um, if you, do you have a phone? Yeah. Okay. Do you ever, like, take pictures of like an agenda board or do you, do you take pictures yeah. of you do that? Does that help you? Yes. What is more effective as a helping tool? You writing stuff down or you taking pictures or putting the information in um, into your phone to look at later? I think putting it in our phone because we keep the phone wherever we go mm -hmm. and we don't keep that piece of paper wherever we go. Um, because right now you're, you're talking to um, someone that can help make some decisions in this building. Um, do you think that if tomorrow I got on the loudspeaker and I said to the entire school, if I said, hey, Birchin Park Middle School, from here on out, you're all allowed to use your phones whenever you want, do you think that that would increase productivity in the classroom or do you think that it would cause a lot of problems? I mean, I think it'll cause some problems because not everyone can be trusted 
we're doing the right thing. But um, with time, I think people can learn with responsibility. That's great. That's great. Um, now, what about middle school? Um, what came easy for you? Um, having supportive friends, that made it easy because uh, if I didn't know to go somewhere, a friend could easily guide me there. So having nice friends and trusted friends makes it easier. What did you think when you, um, when you did the step-up day and you saw this school? Like, what went through your mind as you took the tour? I thought it was way bigger than before. And just the, the expectation to, be going, to know that someday you'll be going in this huge school makes you really nervous and scared. Mm-hmm. But it's way easier once you come. Did you think that you were just going to get lost every time yeah. you stepped out of the classroom? <laughs> um, okay, so that came easy to you, um, relying on your friends. What was one thing that was hard? Um, probably getting used to the teachers because you're not used to so m- having so much teachers and each teacher giving having different rules. But you get used to it eventually. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's great. Because do you find that maybe some teachers are a little bit more lenient on some things, and others yeah. have you know a little bit more strict? Okay, that's great. Um, that is that that is really good um, preparation for life. You know, because when you encounter you know different um, employers or just different people in your life, you're going to see that everyone comes uh, comes to you a little bit different with a little bit of a different background. So it's it's really important to learn how to like juggle all of these different personalities. So like I said. Some of the most important learning doesn't necessarily happen with homework or assignments. Okay, so you are not just a student at Birchland Park Middle School. You're also a human being that happens to live half of your life outside of this school. So what are your passions and your interests outside of school? Um, probably soccer and sports. Mm-hmm. I feel like those help me connect with my friends and just make me who I am. Uh, so is soccer your favorite sport? Yep. Okay. Um, and how long have you been playing for? Um, my dad introduced it to me when I was around five. Okay. Did you, did you just take right to it? Did you love it? Yeah. Awesome. Um, so, you know, clearly like when you're in, um, you know, let's just say like a math class or a computers class, um, soccer isn't really going to play a, a major role. Um, but with your... With your interests and the way that your, you know, your brain is wired, you know, to kind of light up when you get on the soccer field, um, is there any time during the school day when your outside interests, like soccer, find their way into the classroom? Um, yeah, like working with other people in sports. Sometimes you have to work with somebody you don't like, and in class you have to learn to work with anybody, and that helps you learn teamwork and responsibility. Okay, I just need to say to everyone, I did not give him these questions beforehand. This is Samir just um, honestly answering them. That was an awesome answer. That was a great answer. You took a pretty big concept and you just transferred it from the field into your your real life um, application of being a student. That was a great answer, dude. so I, I think that I know the answer, but um, would you say that given the opportunity to work on an assignment um, in a group setting or by yourself, you would probably choose the group setting? Yeah. Yeah, so you work better with others? Yeah. That's a really good skill to have, um, and, and it's interesting to me because I'm more of an introverted person, and I need to kind of think and process things 
you know, quietly and silently by myself before I, I go and work with others. So I've always been in awe of people that kind of dives right into the, the group setting. Um, but that's necessary. That is a, a strength that you, you currently have that's going to um, do well for you as you head into not just sixth grade, but seventh grade, eighth grade, high school, and beyond. In the 21st century, you're going to need those skills, and you are equipped with those skills. Um, so as we sort of think ahead to the end of the year, because before you know it, man, you're going to snap your fingers and the year is going to be over. Um, you, you seem to be a very uh, goal, um, no pun intended with soccer, but you are a very uh, goal-oriented young man. Um, what is one personal goal that you have um, that you want to accomplish for yourself by the end of this year? Um, to keep my grades up. I don't want, like, from the beginning of the year to the end of the year from the, to them to drop. And I know from in the beginning of the year it's easier, but I just want my grades to stay at the same level or even go higher. I just don't want to see them drop. Okay, that's a good goal to have. All right. Um, Samir, is there anything that, that you want uh, to say to all of our listeners? Is there any anything that you want to share? Um, just stay organized in middle school. Sounds good, man. Thank you so much. Thank you. This was great. Okay, everybody, I think that at 40 minutes, I'm going to put a pin in our conversation with our sixth grade students. Like I said with Mr. Allen, we have more than enough content for multiple episodes just to continue our conversation around what transitions look like here at Birchin Park Middle School and what our expectations are and the emotional journey that our students have to take as they go from fifth grade to sixth grade and then from the beginning of sixth grade all the way to the end as we begin to look at seventh. So, As you can see already, I've had two amazing conversations with two amazing sixth grade students, and there is definitely more to come. So make sure that you subscribe on iTunes and keep your ears open for new episodes of Schooling Ya, a Birchin Park podcast. And I do apologize. I should have said this at the introduction of this podcast, but I want to give a major shout out to Mr. Hummison and the Birchland Park Band for creating a Birchland Park theme song. That's right. The music that introduced this podcast and the same music that's going to exit this podcast. That is the theme song of Schooling Ya, a Birchin Park podcast that was created by Mr. Hummison and the band. So thank you, Mr. Hummison and the band for, again, showing why Birchin Park Middle School is the best middle school on the East Coast. Everyone, have a fantastic day, week, weekend, morning, night, whenever you are listening to this. I hope that you are at your best and I hope that your days and weeks and months and years to come are filled with uh, lifelong learning. Everybody have a fantastic day. Keep your ears open for Schooling Ya, a Birch and Park podcast. <laughs> <laughs>